Lord, we bless your holy name, Jesus. Oh, God, we give you the glory and the honor, dear God. Lord, have your way in this place, Jesus. Let your Holy Ghost move upon every heart, every mind, dear God. In Jesus' name, you are great and wonderful. There is none other like you, Jesus. There is none other like you, Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. In Jesus' name. If you have a Bible, I invite for you to turn with me to the book of Hebrews, chapter 12. <coughs> book of Hebrews, chapter 12, and beginning at verse, verse 1. Wherefore, sin we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. By the help of the Holy Ghost, Tonight, I want to talk about looking to Jesus. Looking to Jesus. You can be seated tonight. You will find out that this world that we live in does not a whole lot of importance on placed on Jesus. Not a whole lot of importance on placed on looking to him and trusting and relying on him and putting your faith in him. This world has an idea that, and it's a very warped idea that, that humanity don't need the influence of God, don't need the influence of church, don't need the influence of the Bible, that somehow man can look within himself and find all the answers and all the solutions. They actually believe that man is capable of holding together, holding together a, a moral structure without the influence of God. I stand here tonight and proclaim that man does not have, humanity does not have what it takes to hold together a moral structure without the power of God in this life. Uh, you'll find out in different, as you walk in this life, you'll find in different <clears throat> settings, different programs that this world sets up. Um, there will be those that will be bound by certain um, addictions and the world sets up different programs somehow to try to fix man and fix what's wrong with humanity. And they will, they'll exclude Jesus from the entire equation. And they'll tell them to look to their higher power. Now, that's very vague. And the problem is a person's higher power can be just about anything 
in this world. So they exclude Jesus from the equation as much as possible. But tonight, I realize that I, there's no way of me lasting, there's no way of me making it, there's no way of me making it through this life and being able to stand against the, the wickedness of this world if my eyes is not fixed on Jesus. If my, my mind, if my focus is not fixed on him, then I'm going to fail. And I'm going to fail uh, very miserably. Uh, David said it like this. He said, uh, in the morning, he said, I will direct my prayers unto thee. And he said, I will look up. It's very important that you make up in your mind that the first thing that you're going to do is that you're going to begin to communicate with God and that you're going to direct your prayers unto them. What you don't understand is you're looking up. You're getting your eyes fixed on who really matters and who really can solve the problems and the issues of this life, and that's Jesus Christ. I want you to know that looking within yourself is not the answer. I want you to know looking to the world is not the answer. The answer, the solution, is looking to Jesus Christ. The answer, the solution, is getting your heart fixed on the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That's the solution tonight. You can be seated. You'll find out that religion, false doctrine. I want somebody to know that you cannot live for God the way that God designed for you to live in power and overcoming victory. You can't live and you can't, you can't make it through this life without putting God at the center of it, without um, acknowledging that Jesus is your source. Uh, Religion, they don't acknowledge Jesus. They acknowledge everything else other than Jesus. Um, The writer talked about running uh, this race. Um, You can't run um, this race, this life. You can't live the way that the Bible has designed for us to live without acknowledging Jesus, without putting him where he belongs in your life. Trying to run without Jesus is like uh, the person in the Bible. The Bible records about an individual, and he ran just to run. He didn't have a message. He just ran in vain. I don't want my run to be in vain tonight. I want it to mean something. I want it to amount to something. And in order for it to amount to something, in order for it to mean something, I got to acknowledge Jesus Christ. I got to get my eyes fixed on him. I got to get in line with his word. I got to allow him to lead me and guide me and direct and order my footsteps according to his word. Come on, I hope somebody's not trying to make it on your own willpower, on your own strength. The only way you're going to make it, the only way you're going to last, is not that you lean on your own understanding, but that you lean upon Jesus Christ. You lean upon his word. You lean upon the truth of his word tonight. I'm talking about looking under Jesus Christ. My eyes is not fixed on anything else. It's not fixed on the government. It's not fixed on the president. It's fixed on Jesus Christ tonight. That's who I'm looking to. You can be seated tonight. 
That's what my eyes are fixed on tonight. It's the one that I know that can make it all right. The one that I know that can smooth out all the rough edges. When you look to Jesus, and you get your eyes fixed on him. This world is a, it's a very depressing. Things that are happening and taking place in this world is very depressing. And if you focus on it uh, long enough, you can, be, you can feel this darkness that overcomes you as if things are not going to get any better. But when you look unto Jesus, when you get your eyes fixed on him, the Bible tells us, uh, David said, they looked unto the Lord and their faces was lightened and they were not ashamed. In other words, I've come to find out that when I get my eyes fixed on Jesus, when I begin to look at him, and allow him to lead me and guide me, there is, a, there is an illumination that takes place. There is a radiance that takes place. It's no wonder the Bible tells us that he is the health of our countenance. When you get your eyes fixed on Jesus, when you get your heart fixed on Jesus, I'm telling you, you're not walking around with your lip dragging the ground. You're not walking around down in the money grubs, down in the dumps, but God enlightens you, God. Come on, I come to find out that when I get my eyes fixed on him, when I look upon him, there is joy, there is peace, there is happiness that I've never known. Come on, somebody. You want joy, you want peace? Get your eyes fixed on Jesus. Start looking to Jesus and allow him to lead you, allow him to guide you, allow him to direct your path and order your footsteps. Allow him to work in your life. You can be seated tonight. There are many opinions on what it takes to be saved. People got many different ideas on what it means to be saved. But I know that there's no way of me being saved according to the Bible unless I go through Jesus Christ. Unless I begin to look to him and get my eyes fixed on him. There are people, they're looking at uh, opinions of philosophers. They're looking at the opinions of man-made religion. And they're trying to be saved um, through that. Um, tonight... I've come to realize that it's only through Jesus Christ. Uh, when I get my eyes on him, um, I'll be saved. The Bible tells us that Jesus told Nicodemus after he told them about uh, being born of the water and of the spirit, he told them that the way that Moses, just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up from the earth. And then he goes on and tells him, that uh, God so loved the world that whosoever believeth him um, would not perish but have everlasting life. And Jesus is talking about the person that believes on his plan, his born again plan 
the being born of the water and born of the spirit, that when you look to him and you believe on him according as the scripture has said, you're going to be saved. If you know anything about Moses in the wilderness, the people, they was complaining, they was bickering. God set fiery serpents among them and it began to destroy the people. They went and they repented and God tried to get things right with Moses. God told Moses to put a, a serpent on that pole and when they lifted up that pole, the person that was bitten would look upon that serpent and that they would live. Well, I want somebody to know that there is a serpent that has bitten each and every one of us. And if you're going to be delivered, if you're going to overcome it, if you're going to get the power, the victory of it, you got to get your eyes fixed on Jesus. There's no reason. It's not a coincidence that he said, look unto me and ye shall be saved. Somebody get your eyes fixed on Jesus and he's going to deliver you. He's going to set you free. He's going to break the strongholds. He's going to fill you with his spirit. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Come on, I wonder if I got some people that have come to look up. Lift up your eyes unto the hills from which cometh your help. It comes from the Lord. It don't come from this world. I come to get my eyes fixed on him. In Jesus' name, I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Oh, come on, somebody. Stop putting your trust in the world. Stop putting your trust in the fluence of the world. And look unto Jesus and let him direct you. You can be seated tonight. I want to look unto him. There are people that they try to build lives. They try to build relationships. without his influence, without getting their eyes on him and allowing him to direct them and to instruct them. That kind of a, when a person makes that that kind of a decision, be careful. This is because it's going to be a pretty hard fall. That's like Without his influence, that's like building on the sand. There's no, there's nothing that's going to cause, that's going to help that building or that relationship to stand, to last. Jesus gave that illustration. He talked about the person that built upon the sand, that when the storm came, the storm destroyed that, 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 that situation. But the person that built upon the rock, the storm beat it hard on it. But it still remained. Oh, I want to talk about, I want you to know that there's no reason that the Bible tells us that the person that builds something, that if the Lord is not the one that is building it, that they labor in vain. I don't want my labor to be in vain. When you don't look to Jesus and allow him to lead and guide you and direct you according to the decisions that you make in your life, you're laboring in vain. My God, I don't want to labor in vain. I don't want to beat the air. I want it to accomplish something. I want it to last. I want it to overcome. I want it to last tonight. You can be seated tonight. 
The writer tells us, talks about the book of Isaiah, you'll read where he began to address the, certain, the people and he began to talk about how that they did not look unto their maker. And then later on you'll read where he said that there will come a time that you will look unto your maker. And he was talking about a time of affliction, a time of judgment. He said you will look unto your maker. And when you do that, you're gonna you're not going to desire the things that you begin to that you invented with your hands. The things that you your hands that you built, the idols, you're not gonna desire those things any longer. In that day and in that time, you will look to your maker. Listen, I want to look to God right now. I don't want to lose anything. I don't want to lose my health. I don't want to lose my I don't want to lose my family. I don't want to lose my marriage. I don't want to lose my relationship with him before I decide to lift up my eyes and look to him for instructions and direction. I want to look to him while everything is all right. I don't want to go through that type of a hardship. I don't want to learn the hard way. Some people have to learn the hard way, but I don't want to be one of those people that learn the hard way. I want to get my eyes fixed on him and I I want to say, lead me, Jesus. Direct me, Jesus. Teach me your ways, oh Lord. I don't want to lose everything before I decide to look to him. You can be seated tonight. I want to keep my eyes fixed on him. No matter what's going on in my life, I want to keep my eyes fixed on him. There will be trials, there'll be storms that will come and it's all designed if the devil begins to work on your heart during those times he'll try to get you to look and take your eyes off of Jesus the Bible tells us that the disciples they was in the midst of a storm and Jesus came walking on the water and Peter made the statement. He said, if it's you, Lord, bid me to come. And the Lord told him to come. You'll find out that while Peter was fixed on Jesus, he was walking on the water. But when he took his eyes off of Jesus and he began to be concerned about things that was going on around him, the storm that was taking place, you find out that he began to sink. I want you to know, that when you get your eyes off of Jesus, there's no doubt about it, you're going to start sinking. But I want you to know that if you keep your eyes on Jesus, I don't care how bad the storm is, I don't care how hard the wind beat, Jesus will give you the power to triumph over that storm and he'll cause you to walk. Oh, come on, somebody. The key is not when you go through the storm to look for another way out, to look for another solution, to look for another answer. The key is keeping your eyes on Jesus, and he'll lead you through it. He'll direct you through it. You can be seated tonight. Everybody's looking. For answers. Every place except for the place that they will find the answers to their problems. 
you'll find out that people don't read the Bible any longer. You'll find out that people don't have faith in the supernatural any longer. But I want to keep my eyes fixed on Jesus tonight. I don't care how bad this, this economy gets. I don't ever want it to back me into a come where else. I don't care how tight it gets uh, financially. I want to keep my eyes fixed on Jesus. And I want to trust in his plan. Because hardship will come. Hardship will come. But somebody needs to remember that Jesus is the answer. Somebody needs to remember that there's no other to go to. Somebody needs to remember that it all lies in Jesus Christ. Somebody needs to remember we'll fail you each and every time, but Jesus will never fail you. Jesus will never leave you wanting and without, but he will fulfill every need. You can be seated tonight. The Bible tells us that John the Baptist greatest prophet born of women, of a woman. John the Baptist, he came and he paved the way for Jesus. John the Baptist knew who he was to the point where they, John spoke so powerfully that the people began to think that he was the one and he said, no, I'm not him. He said, there's one that's greater than me is coming and that even worthy to unloose his shoelaces. He said that that one, he's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. He knew who he was. Jesus came walking up one day and he said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. John knew what Jesus came to do. He knew that he was the one, but you'll find that, that John, even in the midst of his own trial and test, he began to have questions. He began to doubt as he knew his time was coming to an end. And he began to wonder and think, did I do this all in vain? Is this, is this it? And he went and he sent his, his son his disciples. And they asked Jesus the question, are you the one or should we look for another? John in one of his most vulnerable times, one of his most difficult times in his life, began to doubt. And he began to wonder, is this the one? And Jesus said, you go back and you tell John again. John needed to be reminded again. He knew before, but when he went through his problem and his situation, he began to doubt and he needed to be reminded again. I want to remind somebody again tonight that Jesus is the one. He is the answer tonight. You don't need to go look for another. You got everything that you have need of. You don't need to look leave the church and try to look for another answer, another solution. It's all right here in the house of the Lord. It's all here in the power of the Holy Ghost. Jesus said, you go and you let him know that the poor has the gospel preached to him. The blind eyes are being opened. The lame legs are being healed. Come on, somebody. I want to see the power of the Holy Ghost that is at work. And I want it to remind me that he is still on the throne. 
Oh, come on, somebody, lift up your hands. I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Oh, come on, somebody, get your eyes on him tonight. Come on, stop trying to make it. Stop trying to build it on your own according to the system of this world. But look to Jesus Christ. Get your eyes fixed on him and be fully persuaded that he is the only way. In Jesus' name, in the mighty name of Jesus, I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Ghost. Young person, get your eyes off the world. Get your eyes off of Hollywood. Get your eyes off of media. And get your eyes on Jesus Christ. He has everything you have need of tonight. Oh, come on, somebody. Look up. Look up. Get your eyes fixed on him tonight. Let him move in your life. Let him touch your heart. Let him meet your need. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. The devil wants you to look at everything else. He wants you to look within yourself. He wants you to look to this world. He wants you to look to government. But they don't have the answer. You don't have the answer. Jesus has the answer. Oh, come on, somebody, lift up your voice. Call upon him. The Holy Ghost is here tonight. Let him feel you. Let him touch you. Let him reconfirm some things to you tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus, these altars are open. I invite somebody to come. Lift up your hands. Lift up your voice. And let God move on your heart tonight. 